spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday. Oh, happy Thursday. Hey, you got a fitty? Fitty dollars? Yeah, Becky Lynn, you yeah. got a fitty? Yeah. Uh, no. Sorry. No. Don't carry cash Venmo? much. I'm just asking because I'm ready to go buy my Narcan. You go buy oh, Narcan. Oh, is huh? that what it costs? Yeah. So, um, do you get two vials, right? Everybody's telling me now it's supposed to carry Narcan around. Yeah. Uh, so now the what the FDA approved it. It's over the counter, and so if you're drugged out of your mind and you're sitting in a parking lot and you have your windows open on purpose and the door is unlocked on purpose because you've gone to this parking lot okay. to get high. Okay. Okay. Now I'm supposed to spend my money and literally carry around the Narcan. And save you. I just want to make sure I'm getting it right, because that's my fitty. It's, uh, let's see, $50 for two doses. Can I just get one for 25 Can I save one person for 25 Is that possible? Uh, no. No, no it's not. Coupon. Maybe it'll be cheaper. Okay. okay. Have just... you checked GoodRx? Oh, I have yeah. not. No. I got GoodRx. Is I'd, that right? I'd, I'd go with that. Now, yeah, probably get a cheaper uh, price somewhere. Now, what if, like, mm-hmm. you know, I've got kids who, you know, kids will be in high school soon. Uh, there's the worry that, uh, you know, what if they go to a party one night and they think they're taking an Adderall and you're going to, uh, you know, you'd like to know that somebody's there with something. It sounds weird, but that's true. Are we going to start judging? Like, I was going to help you, but you're gross. <laughs> <laughs> I well, mean, I mean, you're not going to be at your kid's party. No. no. Okay. I, I doubt that a high school kid is going to be carrying Narcam around. I'm no. Not, not. So I'm just, everybody's telling me, well, now I, this is the right thing to do i'm supposed to carry this Maybe around that, in the future that's what kids will do hey dude you're going to a party night instead of you Maybe. know back in the day you would say uh where's the protection should something happen now right. it's gonna be like take something just in case somebody takes something you're, you're probably right how pathetic is that yeah that's sad no i'm just everybody is saying that now it, it, that it's approved okay you don't need a prescription um we have people that are overdosing every day on these opioids right yes and as i said i gave you the example Go to a Walmart parking lot. Go to an empty parking lot. Oh. Go anywhere. Because that's where that's where these guys dope out. And then, so now I'm expected to spend my money, and I'm expected to go in. Is it a nasal spray? Is that They've what it is? They've got a nasal spray now, yeah. Okay. What if the guy's, well, all right, what if the guy's taking a nap, and I think that he's drugged out, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, now I'm going to open his door, and I'm going to spray stuff up his nose? Is that what I'm going to do? There's a lot of people that, by the way, that you will, uh, you'll knock on the, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? Just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get why why some people like uh, carry uh, like uh, a first aid kit in their, in in the, in their trunk or something like that. You know, if you come by an accident and oh my gosh, somebody's on the side of the road and they're hurt. Oh no. Well, you know, maybe now I could give you some sort of first aid. I don't know how good it's going to be. Epi-napping pen, just in case right? somebody's, uh, right? you know, got some issues. But, but now I got to go and spend $50. All right, are you going to go and spend $50 on this stuff? I am not. So, so why should I, why, so I'm not going to carry it around then? I don't, no, no, no I mean, gonna, I don't. But uh, I'm a bad person for not carrying it around. No, you're yet. not a bad person. Yes, I am. You're making a choice. I'm a terrible and, uh, by person. By the way, I, how many times, I'll say this, you hear from paramedics and people that say, you know, that's the fifth time I've saved that guy. Yeah. It's the 12th time I've saved that lady. Right. And, you know, kind of thing. And uh, you're just happen to be in the neighborhood and you happen to give it to, you know what? I would outfit it if I'm these uh, places down there, that down at the zone. I'd be sure all these nonprofits have this. Yeah, I you're think you're right. If you're that concerned about it, then yeah. you should buy them up and give them out. I was talking before the show, wise man Steve Zinsmeister says, he, I've got it all wrong. Wise man, how do I have it all wrong, my friend? I think you're framing it as 
you have the responsibility to purchase this drug and run around saving drug addicts from their habits. Okay. Whereas, I'll play devil's advocate here. I think it's less about that. It's not about trying to save drug addicts as much as it's about protecting the people you love who come in contact with this ever-present opioid crisis that's going on. We have officers who are encountering people in their day-to-day jobs. Uh, God forbid you have someone in your family that you love who takes something else and it's laced with fentanyl and all of a sudden that Narcan might be useful. Also, I'll make an analogy. Do you have a fire extinguisher in your kitchen at home? I sure do. It's there in case of emergency, right? It's right. not there intended for you to run around putting out fires. I you see what to, I'm saying? No, I could go to a neighbor's house and put the fire well, out. Well, you could, but it's, I'm, <laughs> you I'm could saying not, it's not your... <laughs> you don't feel an inherent responsibility to go put out the nearest fire because uh, you have a fire If my neighbor has a fire, I'm getting over there. I'm running. I'm going to be a tough guy and run But you're not there. looking for a fire to no, put I'm out. I'm not looking for a fire it's to put out. It's the same with Narcan. You're so not sh- looking for a drug addict to save. So I should carry Narcan and put it in my uh, medicine cabinet. This is now the this, difference is though it's an accident. If there's a fire, unless if you if you set a fire in your house, you're an idiot, right? <laughs> well, yes, yes. Uh, but yeah. if it's an accident, that's right. one thing. Mm. Uh, and and I understand what Steve's saying. Like you know what? If it's a kid, if it's somebody you love, the the, the paramedics and the police all probably have Narcan now on them all the time. So th- that you wouldn't be doing it for that. Mm. But on the other side of it, it's. These people, they're they're a, they're a mess, and and no, should you know if we want everybody to have them, you hand it out to people. Then hmm. give it to everybody. Yeah, if that if you want everybody to have it, I mean, they could do that at Walmart now because these people like in Walmart parking lots. Are they going to tell all their associates, hey guys, uh, let's go get training on Narcan so you could check everybody that's out there? Yeah, I, I'm going to pass on on the Narcan. I know some people who will, who, will, who will carry it around. I just don't, maybe I'm just, I'm not a nice person. I don't know. I'm not going to. Well, you're not very approachable. Uh, I'm not going to uh, carry it out. Okay. What's the one question, the strange question that Gen Z workers are asking? I love this. It's my favorite. Like some of the first things out of their mouths during interviews. I, I, I was talking to Jack, my, my, my son Jack. I told him. He's I, um, 12. 12. You were going to say 23 or whatever. He's <laughs> a different age every time. Yeah. Uh, and I tell him, you know, when you're going to interview, you're interviewing the job as much as they're interviewing you, right? You want to find out about the stuff. And uh, they're coming out of the gate with, what's my work-life balance going to be? You know, I don't want to work after uh, a certain time during the day. Uh, nine to five. They're kind of setting the parameters. That's the question. First questions are, what kind of paid time off am I going to get? Are you going to bug me after hours? Wow. And what are people saying who are hiring? Uh, thank you. We'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, I don't really tend to like to work on Fridays very much. <laughs> and Mondays, I really like to ease myself into it. Because it's, was it mostly boring Mondays or whatever it is? Um, I was screwed up. Don't do a lot Mondays? I, I don't remember what it was. Most, uh, Becky Lynn, do you remember what it was? Mostly, the mostly Monday thing? The uh, bare, bare, minimum. Minimum. bare minimum Monday? Bare minimum, bare minimum Monday. I got to tell you, uh, you're, you're probably right. If you're asking that type of question... You're one of the most unimpressive ca- uh, candidates that I, yeah. I've seen. Where's a candidate that says, listen, um, I'm really hungry for this, and if you need me on Saturday, I'm in. Yeah. Hey, if it's like 5 in the morning and you need something, I'm your person. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the way it used to be, but that's not the way it is anymore. No, because it's it's about the work. first words out of their mouth now for this generation is work-life balance. And the struggle they say they're having, too, is we have four generations now 
inside of offices and the difference between the baby boomers, then the Gen Xers, then you've got millennials, and now you've got the Gen Zers all coming in. It is stark. You've got some that are, you know, when, in my day, I worked 90 hours. Well, I should have to work 90 hours. Okay. You know, it's like... Uh, well, no one should. No, no, but, you know, when you're working your way up, right? Oh, yeah. like, like, investment banking is one of those things where I don't want to work 75 hours. You work 70 hours a week for the first two years, and then you make hundreds of millions of dollars. There you go. Now they're like, I don't even want to do that. And what they're saying is, you know what? You might not have to because we have AI now. Yeah, that's true. Let me rephrase the question that they're asking. When they sit down with a possible employer, all right, you're the employee. You're okay. going in. You're saying, hey, listen, I want to talk about my work-life balance crap. Yeah. Right? Let me rephrase the question. What the employee should do and what should, they should just be honest. Listen, uh, how can I work less? Well, that's the exact question. And, and how can I work less? What are the? How can I get my hours down from forty hours? Yeah, that's what are the, the question. What are the questions they're, they're saying? Is are now we're asking is uh, what they're what the employers are trying to figure out? Are you somebody who wants to get rich quick without mm. putting as much time as you can? Oh, uh, the get get rich quick, or is, are yeah. you somebody who is just really into you're going to get you know the bare minimum for me? I I'll show up, but. Yeah. Don't ex- don't call me at five oh one because I'm not answering the phone. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you're it gonna get a, what you get. It is a different world out there. Yeah, it you really sure is not a happy medium. What about the old work there is. smarter, not oh, harder. I love that. Yeah. I love that, and I think that really is something Absolutely. to be taken to heart. I don't think that's what we're talking about. No, though. but you know, it, it's that whole thing about the working remote versus not. You yeah. can you can sit around eight hours somewhere and. Half of that do not much of anything. Oh, absolutely. Or if you take those four or five hours and you work like crazy and mm. you've you figured out you're a great multitasker, you can get a whole day's worth done and you worked smarter. Yeah. And now you got Working smarter you know? is is that I love that. Yeah. I love that. But when you're going in as a young person trying to get into whatever business you're doing, and basically your question is how can I work less? And by the way, I want to make more. Uh, that's not a good way to start. Yeah. What is my work life balance? I know. You know, and especially like a lot of these people are trying, they want to go work at like startups. Startups are, Hey guys, you're going to get a piece of the company and we're going to be here long hours working hard. You're going to sleep in that closet. That's yeah. exactly. We're all yeah. doing it. But you, but you know what? People go into startups. Honestly, they've got to go in with a different mindset. Yeah. They. Yeah. Got to know that when they go. But in. they're saying they're not. They're coming in. Their first words are like, oh, "What's gosh. basically what? What? What day do I get off? What you know? What holidays do we observe? What's my work life balance?" Jeez. Hey, uh, join uh, Dave Burns, our buddy Burns, the Arizona like, Sports Pro Burns. Team. Love him. Uh, join him Saturday, ten a.m. to noon at the New Fulton Homes Community uh, Barney Farms in Queen Creek. So he's hosting uh, two seconds is too long drowning uh, prevention event. And you're going to have a chance to win some D-backs tickets, plus live CPR demonstrations. Uh, that's all very important, especially if you have a, a, a child. So drowning is 100% preventable. Come on out. Learn how to keep your kids safe around water. Up next. Hey, Chewbacca's illegitimate son. He got an early release from prison. Does that mean he's coming back to Arizona? Oh, joy. That's next. The face of insurrection. Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, is free. Everybody, he's free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty. Oh, gosh. Is he the guy with the horns? Yes. Oh, goodness. Saying the prayer. He looks like a Viking. He looked like something. I don't know. He was was culturally appropriating a lot of things that day. Was he the one that saved the donuts? 
Yes. 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 Thank yes. God for him. I know. He was the one with the horns, and he was the one up on the speaker's thing, but he was also the one standing next to Rasputin. The guy that looks just like Rasputin. Oh, I don't think we ever caught that guy because I think he was a myth. Oh, goodness. All right. So does that mean he's he's going to a halfway house? Well, that's good. Yeah. Let him learn some stuff there. Because from what I understand, this loser still lives with his mommy. So Remember? Yeah. Right? He had, he had some serious, he had a lot of issues going on. I you remember think so? We, we, yeah, I think, I don't think everything. You don't think he's mentally ill? Uh, I think he had some serious problems. I think he went down one of those rabbit holes and he got oh, yeah. sucked in on stuff. But that's and I not think, a serious, that's not, but when well, you I say. Well, I think you can. I think there's like a cult. I think he got sucked into a cult. Like you would say a lot of people that are in cults would get sucked into it, have a mental problem. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's got a mental issue. I think that you're right that he did get sucked down uh, a QAnon uh, a hole. And you know what? I've known some people who have gone down that rabbit yeah. hole. And I got to tell you, uh, they're not the same. No, they are. They are far gone. They they believe in all the conspiracy stuff. I mean, I told you, uh, I knew one person who. Uh, I mean, remember the conspiracy? She she uh, she put it on her Facebook, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I know this person. Uh, yeah, she was the one that thought, well. Trump is still the president. Yes. Is you know what I'm going to say? Was it the Biden robot or whatever it was? Yeah. yeah. Like he was it's, wearing Biden skin? Yeah, he's wearing Biden's <laughs> face. They took Biden's face off of Biden. They took Trump's face off of Trump. And they switched it. So Trump is still the president. Of course, it's a great movie. With Your favorite Cage. actor. <laughs> that was yes. so... Uh, and John Travolta, where right. they literally... It was called Face Off. Face Off. So that's the... And they believe it. They and she believes yeah, that, uh, and this was a person who she was fine, and then one day she wasn't. It's a mentally, uh, I, I don't know what happens to some people. And see, then you start. Every shadow is a conspiracy, right? Every yeah. shadow is a conspiracy. Everything is a conspiracy. Doesn't matter what it is. So uh, the fact that he's out, uh, uh, you know, he's out, he's going to halfway house, and hopefully he got, he's got his life together in a much better way. Hopefully he gets the fee, the food he wants at the halfway house. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was the other part of him. <laughs> he was. Uh, he wanted a vegan diet in jail. Yeah, I don't know what they're serving at the halfway house. You now. know what? You're going to eat what they give you. You're lucky to be out. And to be honest, I don't think you should be out early. Anybody who entered that building, you should be in jail. Now, was he... Was was he a violent? No, uh, was no, he defecating? No, no, he like everybody else, stuff. was he tearing stuff down? The answer was most likely no. No, he didn't no. do. It. And then but followed was, him around, and there was a lot of issues too. I think one of the things, some of these videos that have come out where he was like, "Hey guys, which way do I go?" They're like this way, and stupid and, enough to go into that building. Yeah, now. yeah. And for some people, they were just in the back of a line. They had no idea what that was going on. But still, it yeah. is what it is. He's right. out, so be prepared if you see <laughs> the queuing on a guy with giant horns walking around. Go, yeah. hey, I saw you on TV. If you see him at Fry's, wave to him. Uh, how about this? Today is uh, Major League uh, Baseball opening day. Opening day. Now, I think the Diamondbacks play, but I'm Tonight, not sure. 7-10. Uh, there you go. Every and single Major League Baseball team plays today for the first time in years. I was just being silly. Uh, but they do play. I know why you know they play. You Dodgers. Dodgers! Yeah, Chad's a Dodgers fan. It's going to oh, be gosh. like 50 degrees tonight. Is it? <laughs> so get this. Uh, we've got these new rule changes, and the one that everybody's talking about is the uh, is the pitch clock. So if you've been to a Diamondbacks game uh, and you've been sitting there for four hours and it's the third inning, that probably isn't going to happen again. And that's, that's most likely a good thing. So you get – this is what they did during uh, spring training. So Major League Baseball says the pitch clock. You got like, you know, 15, 20 seconds to deliver the ball to home plate. Yeah. And, and the batter can't be, you know, doing all the weird things that batters do. Take yeah. the glove off. I've got I've to readjust myself. All that kind of thing that takes so much time. MLB says the pitch clock 
shaved an average of 26 minutes from games during spring training. So from three hours and one minute last year to two hours and 35 minutes this year, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know what? It's hilarious. I was talking to Jack because Jack and I were watching the baseball game today. And Jack said to me, I don't like the pitch clock. You know, I go, why? He goes, well, I guess it's okay at home. But when I go to the game, I want to have fun and spend time there. I go, but you don't watch much of the game. I know, but I like walking around the book because he goes to Petco. He gets to walk around and do all kinds of stuff. I don't think he'll be watching the pitch clock. At a game, I think that's mostly for people watching it on TV, yeah, don't yeah. you think? And, yeah, and also bring a younger generation. I will say, I enjoyed watching it today. It was kind of quick. It was neat. And the ginormous spaces are hilarious. <laughs> I would pizza like, boxes. Here's what I would like to figure out. How could we get the NFL to figure out how to make their games longer? Because I want to watch those for a long, long time. Yeah. But baseball, can you give me an hour? Like, just run, like, 58 minutes. And you got to, as much as you can get in, Go. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's my pitch clock. Play for an hour and a half and just run the clock. As soon as the clock ends, wherever the game is, you just finish it right there. There you go. That's how I, if I were king, that's what I would do. If you were king for a day. Okay. Coming up next, Arizona will have a a third political party on the ballot in 2024. But not if the Democrats get their way. Next. second ago, Chad said, uh-oh. We'll bring you that uh-oh in just a second. Yeah. we got some big news coming down. We're going to break in with this in just a minute. All right, before we get to that, um, let's see. So far in the show, we've talked about Narcan and why, you know, why should we all own it and carry it around? The QAnon shaman, he was released for prison uh, earlier today. Uh, excuse me, into a halfway house. Halfway house. Yeah. He's, he's out hmm. of jail. And he's just now, it's like one of those things where it's like baby steps. One of the other stories, Arizona Democratic Party. Are they suing the No Labels Party? What is that deal? We have a third political party. Uh, It's going to be on the ballot in 2024. But the Democrats are now suing. So what's the deal? I Well, here's the thing. I think they think that they're going to... Pull away from the Democrat Party more than they're going to pull away from the Republican Party. So giving them a third choice will probably be more of a detriment to them. Because I think, as we've seen, who's who's switching to independent more than anything else is probably Democrats over the last little bit. Well, that's an interesting. I don't know that to be the case. Do you think Democrats are, are moving I, towards independence? I think more? Democrats have moved. I towards thought it'd be Republicans. Well, I think Republicans have as well. But I think the. the but I think in the at the end of the day, it's going to hurt them more. Right. I, well. Than, don't you think if you're a Republican and you don't like MAGA and you don't like Trump and you don't like what's going on, aren't you moving to be an independent, uh, or aren't you going to move to this new party? Well, it's possible you move to the party, but he, but uh, I'm, I just look at it because there, there's pushback in different states, and the states that I see pushback in, it's it, for for the for the no labels party are states where the people that are pushing back are the ones that feel like they're going to feel it the most hmm. at the ballot box. All right, so why do the Democrats not like this? Uh, well, if there's more independent, I think I think we're a state that is far more purple than everybody else. I think we're still a conservative state with more of a libertarian leaning. But I think that that you have seen the pull from uh, towards independence and towards, uh, you know, the 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 likes of even Republicans have had a pull from that. I think that I just think that they're going to be hurt the most uh, right now, because I think you've seen a lot of you've seen a Latino voters right. head towards the Republican 
Republican side. I think you're seeing more black males head toward the Republican I think side. That's a, that's a story not many people are talking about. Yeah, and they're well, asking, why is that? Yeah. Why, what is the question? Yeah, you know. What and, is the reason? I, yeah. Not the question. What is the reason? And I think, I, think, I think if you think that there's somebody else that would get into this and that could damage your party more, hmm. and if plurality here would be a victory, I still think you look and Republicans still lead uh, more than even just independents and Democrats across the state. And I think they have figured this is going to hurt us far more. Because I think a lot of people wouldn't like to not vote for either of the last governors. But a third choice would probably have hurt Biden more than would hurt Trump. Say that last part again. A third choice in the last presidential election, I think, would hurt Biden a lot more than would hurt Trump. Hmm. So the Democrats are just starting to get worried. Yeah. And they're saying if there's a third party, that could lose us an election. That can lose us some seats. Well, lose wah. Us wah, wah. why don't you guys just why don't you guys just, you know, try a little harder, yeah. put out better candidates and stop worrying about this. All right. As I said a couple minutes ago, we've got breaking news. Let's go to Becky Lynn. KTAR breaking news. This just into the KTAR News Center. A Manhattan grand jury has just voted to indict former President Donald J. Trump on criminal charges. This is over an alleged hush money payment to adult film star Stormy Daniels. And this indictment could lead to a trial if a prosecuting attorney decides to pursue it. This is the first time in history a U.S. president is facing criminal charges. Once again, a Manhattan grand jury has just voted to indict former President Trump on criminal charges. We'll have more on this breaking news coming up in less than 15 minutes. Get breaking news notifications right on your phone. Download the KTAR News app, and for more, go to KTAR.com. All right, so a few minutes ago, uh, when we came on from break, and I said, well, Chad just said, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. And the uh uh-oh is... Everybody was having a big conversation here. You guys were all talking about stuff, and I turned, and I looked, and Uh I looked over at you guys, and I went, "Uh uh-oh. Okay, so former President Trump indicted. All right, listen, uh, we've talked about what has happened in New York. We've talked about the case. Uh, it's pretty, you know, it's, it's, it's a raunchy case, right? Yeah. It's okay. We had a guy who uh, cheated on his pregnant wife and it was with a porn star. And so he wanted her to not say anything. So he paid her hush money. There's nothing illegal about that. But New York tried to figure out how to nail him on it. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I'm not a Trump fan, but I was never a guy who was a never-Trumper when he started. I I gave him a a fair shake. And I really don't want to see this guy or Biden near the White House again. Um, You know, I I don't know what what the repercussions are going to be from this. I mean, does he really deserve to be indicted on this for hush money? I think no. Uh, But but what are are we looking at here? Because you spent a lot more time uh, covering it and talking about it. I think you and I are on the same page. This is pretty frivolous. Was this really something that he should have been nailed on? I could give you three other uh, (laughs) court cases that he's involved in that he'd be more than this one that he should be nailed on. The thing is, though, uh, here's the thing. I've always said this. If you're going to hit the king, you better kill the king. If you fail at this and there's an overreach and your best person that you're going to bring up is uh, Michael Cohn, who is the a lawyer. known liar, the former lawyer, right. who said on numerous occasions that he did this all on his own, mm. and they're going to tear him apart. Remember, getting an indictment at a grand jury is nothing. I get to present all the stuff I want. You get no cross-witnessing. Right. None. Of, that's why I always say you can do a ham sandwich. Barry and I talked about it last week. Barry's like, well, you know, they can go after him for this, this, and this. It's not as frivolous as you think. I have yet to find a legal scholar who thinks this is a good idea. Yeah, I've, I've not seen that either. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody who thinks that this was a good idea. So when you look at Donald Trump, at the end of the day, he's the first former U.S. president ever to be indicted. Yes. Okay. He's also the first president to be impeached twice. Yes. 
Um, so, you know, I mean, the resume, there's plenty of impressive stuff on it. He's done a lot in his life. But this stuff is like, goodness gracious. And it's not over because he's in the middle of all these other lawsuits. So as much as you and I can agree that this lawsuit was a bunch of BS. Yeah. And you know what? I talk to people who hate Trump. They hate the guy. And you know what they say? Every single one of them. Yeah, this one, this one, they probably just should have let go. Yeah. But it was, I think you can call it a witch hunt. But, you know, what you're doing right now is you've gone after the president because you don't like him. That's what's happened in New York. You went after him because you didn't like him. Okay, now what's the fallout? Well, now we're going to hear this guy open his big mouth well, for the next couple Well, now what you're going to hear is... is he is already starting to crush everybody in his path on the Republican side. The DeSantis in early polls went from being down about 12% down to like 40%. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, well, it does when you've got uh, a lot of other people inside of this world going, the money's coming in and the people are behind him. And the people look the at people this as a, I think you're going to be surprised. You know, we joked the other day about the size of his crowd and wherever he was at Waco. There's still fifteen, eighteen thousand people. There ain't a soul out there that's getting fifteen or eighteen no thousand people. Show, it's just show. not what it used to be. No, no. And, but. and when he talks to the crowd, it's different. As I said, yeah. when he used to talk to the crowds, it was about what I can do for you. Let's talk about some of the problems. And as entertaining as he was, he still weaved in. He still weaved in a jobs lot of stuff. And He's like, like this. hey, uh, you know, and it was blue collar workers who were like, hey, this guy actually gets me. This billionaire actually gets me. I don't know why, but he gets me. Now all he does is complain about everything. And that's why his crowd size is much is much less. But well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I just think that. that well, what this, does it mean? We're going to have to find out what it means. Too. I, I just. Well, yeah. I mean, he's going to have to surrender next week. They have to work that out with the uh, uh, Secret Service. It's not like they could just come get him. No. He goes, so he'll surrender. They're not going to people like they should not give him bail. You guys are insane. If you think that that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and then everybody's going to move on with their life. And God knows how long this take for it ever gets in front of a court. If it ever does. Right. All right. So we have uh, former president uh, Donald Trump uh, indicted New York grand jury voting to indict him in a hush money probe. Uh, and that today is our big story. Stick around. In the entirety of our great country, the union we have, we've never had a president indicted. We have now. Donald Trump has been indicted uh, for the Stormy Daniels hush money payments. And uh, it's the first time in the history of our country that this has happened. And yes, he's still running for president. He is not going to be arrested. They're not taking him out in chains. Well, that's what he said. Uh, uh, he said, what, two weeks ago, they're going to arrest me. They did. I'm going to be arrested. But he missed it. Uh, it's a Thursday. He got the T right. What a two. Tuesday, baby. Well, I think he insinuated they're going to drag me out like a dog. And obviously that that's not the case. It won't be the case. But here's what I understand about this case. So paying hush money to a, uh, a, a porn star is not a crime. That's not what they indicted him on. It seems that where he took the money from, from yes. is why he's being indicted for it. So was this from like... I guess, did they say it was legal fees that were paid to his lawyer slash liar, Michael Cohen? Yes. Okay, so that's where, and here's the other thing. Like, does, you know, does Trump really know where all the money comes from? Probably not. Okay, so do you really think that Donald Trump, and I'm not trying to make excuses, what he did is disgusting. I mean, his wife was pregnant, and he's going to have an affair with a porn star. It's, it's gross. Okay, 
That being said, what legally did he do wrong? Did he actually say, hey, listen, I want to make sure that you take the money out of this specific account. Let me give you the exact number. I mean, that's not the case. I, I Am I looking it. at this and wrong? I, I think and that's the way that they're going to go and they're going to and they're going to pitch it. Here's the other thing. And one of the things they talked about, too, in this is the fact that Michael Cohen has said on a few occasions that he has. He did it himself. He took a second out on his house. He got the money himself. Uh, you know, so they're going to tear him apart. I don't even know if this sees the light of day. Mm. And Alvin Bragg, who's the guy that went after him. He's the DA? Yeah, he wanted to go after him. It's funny because, you know, Barry and I touched on it last week. Barry said, no, Alvin was the one who originally stopped it. Then people in his office wrote a book and quit, said that, no, you need to pursue this. It just feels very novel and flimsy. Mm. And outside of people who can't stand Donald Trump, and like hate him. Uh, I've yet to see a legal scholars going. This is a great idea. I you're going to get a great. You're get, this is a win. The word you said, flimsy. It's a flimsy case. Yeah. From every legal person that we've talked to, I've read a dozen articles from experts to talk about this. It's all. It's very flimsy. Okay, but you you bring up an interesting point. Uh, so if you're just joining us, Donald Trump was indicted uh, about uh, 20 minutes ago. Uh, New York grand jury votes to indict him. All right. So if you're out there and you you just you know you despise this guy. Yeah. You didn't you didn't vote for him. You don't like him as a human being. You don't like his policy. Okay, got it. All right. Like does this make you happy today? Yeah, it should make you sad, period. Yeah, see that's the thing. Uh you know, are you are you liking this because it's going to make him more miserable and he deserves it? I mean, is that what some of you are thinking because uh, I don't know how this can't be very good. And for some the of country, you wanted right? this from the beginning. You were hoping he was going to go to jail for something. Russia, uh, Russia. Did, you know, you spent four flimsy. years taxes, right. four six years. We, we've seen this over and over again. It, it, look, uh, they're going to. I don't even know if this sees the light of day, but they're trying it. Uh, but how do you feel if you're somebody who doesn't like the man? All right, so so are you celebrating? How un-American is it to root against any president? Yeah, I just I just find. Listen, I don't like this guy either. How many uh, people but, wanted the president like they're like, do you remember? Was it Bill Maher that said, you know, what's going to really get rid of this president before COVID hit uh, uh, was we need to go into a massive recession. And I remember that. And you're like, OK, but you make 15 million dollars a year. Yeah. Everybody going and losing their jobs and us going to a massive recession. Your hatred of him was I don't care if it costs millions of people their jobs and their homes as long as this guy goes. And they would argue the point that it would be better for the country to go yeah. through bad times than to have this guy in office. OK, if that's how you feel. Yeah. Uh, that's how you feel. But I'm sure there are people celebrating because they think they got it. Oh, there's and, no doubt. And if it doesn't happen for them that they want, they'll, oh, he bought the system. Uh, and then we'll get him on the next one. Well, how many next ones are going to be? Like I said, at some point, even the average person says, man, this is really a witch hunt. Yeah. But also the average person looks and he's got a rape thing going on right now. He's got uh, he's got the Georgia election. Find me 11,000 votes or whatever it was. Did he try and rig it? That's something that I'd look at. I don't think that's flimsy. No, they're looking at I all think, those things. I think this thing here today is pretty flimsy. But go and look at all those things, fine. But yeah. this feels like such a stretch. Uh, do we feel better now? Is the country whole? No. 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 So Donald Trump indicted. I think he became more divided, actually. I think our country Maybe. became more divided than it's been in a long time. Just because of today? Yeah. All right, we'll continue talking about it. The Gatos and Chad.